Well, well, well. Who do we got here? A couple of scamps that have wandered into my slime-covered lair. You came here at just the right time, friendos. For we are about to have a top-secret broadcast from something called a Patreon. This episode comes specially from my producer with a note that says, Please give us money and listen to the other episodes. Okay, bye. Sincerely, producer. Well, huh, this is gonna come at you live from 694.2 PTBP, and y'all, this is a top secret episode made unsecret by me? Content warning. This episode is mighty raunchy and nasty. It's got lots of talk of nasty sex-related stuff going on, and it's mighty violent. If you're ready for the ride, then buckle up, because, uh, yeah. It's gross. I've been told by my producer to plug the Patreon. So plug it on in, babies. Plug that money in there to help those pretending pod boys keep being able to make the high quality content TM for y'all's ears to devour. The Patreon enables us to do more dope shit, as well as make sure the boys get some reimbursement for all the hard work they do. And you know your boy Wolfie gets a little cut. <laughs> Lover in the Ice Part 3 will be posted in the exclusive Patreon feed as soon as my producer has Wi-Fi. Now, I don't know what the hell Wi-Fi is, but I've heard that it can be a bit important for people, especially producers. So anyway, later this month, you can hear Luke run the boys through a scenario of his own creation. His first time running a game, and it's a damn homebrew. I wish someone would homebrew me up some delicious nog to drink on. Something spicy, something creamy, something nasty. And speaking of something nasty, I just gotta warn y'all once more. You better buckle up because this episode is real nasty and might be a bit fucked up for some of y'all. So please continue at your own discretion. And now that we got that content warning out of the way, it's time to warn you of some content that's here to stay. It's Kudzu with no backbone. Did you say we're live? Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Den of Sin. For those of you who are listening now, and for those of you who are listening not now, at a later time, you're part of the Splashylvania Fast Pass holders or above on mm. our Patreon over at patreon.com slash pretending pod. And thank you so much. Hey, hang on, Justin, can, you, can you see the chat? They're saying they can't hear any yeah, of us. Yeah, they're saying they oh, can't what? hear us. Awesome. Nailed it. Oh, I had the desktop audio muted when we were on BRB. So go ahead and reintroduce us. <laughs> Did you guys like that? <laughs> Did you like only hearing me talk Did and you nobody guys like, else? I like moved my hands and everything to give this. Oh, I'm watching it now. I got to pause this. That's terrible. Welcome everyone to the pretending to be people 
Patreon. This is an episode for our Splashylvania Fast Pass holders and uh, bonus content. We're playing Delta Green's Lover in the Ice by the wonderful Caleb Stokes, written for Delta Green, the role-playing game. For those of you who are tuning in right now on the live stream, you're in the den of sin or higher, and thank you so much for joining us here and now, getting a little behind the scenes of how long it takes to start recording. And for those of you who are listening later, thank you so much for being a patron on our Patreon page. Yeah, That's yeah. super fucking cool of you. Yay. Super dope. Woohoo. So we are here with a very specific purpose, and we're going to jump right into it because I am itching, oh, all over my body to play this game like I'm Ray Charles. So let's begin right now. It's the first week of January in the year of your choosing, 2020. Wait, wait you choose 2020? I choose 2020. I'm going to do 78. Does okay. that mean as federal agents were fully aware of the looming uh, coronavirus threat? As federal agents, you would be, but the, just know that the civilians on the ground have no idea what's coming. So you need to get your like financials in line now. That way uh, <laughs> you can do better than the people who don't have knowledge. An apocalyptic ice storm struck LaFontaine, Missouri on January 2nd. An extreme cold front from the northeast caused a 30-degree drop in ground temperature over a matter of hours. Simultaneously, humidity reached 100% and a thunderstorm blanketed the region. The rain, already barely above freezing, coated everything in layer upon layer of ice. Roofs collapsed under four-inch sheets. Trees exploded as sap flash froze in the trunks. Transformers shorted out and fell flaming from their posts. Cars not crushed by falling debris skidded off impassable roads or froze up. Flights in and out of the area were canceled. The governor declared the city a disaster area, but the ice and continuing winter weather prevented dispatch of services. Inside LaFontaine, a mothballed green box a storage facility rented by the conspiracy in the old days sent a silent alarm to Delta Green on the night of the storm. The contents of the box were never inventoried after the organizational restructuring in 2001, and the friendly caretaker on site is not responding. Delta Green doesn't know what caused the breach or what potential threats might now be in the field, and they need eyes on the ground. Your eyes, the nearest available operatives, the player's agents, your characters, each get a call from a known Delta Green case officer the afternoon of January 5th. The call comes in the unusual way, in the usual unusual way, from one of a half dozen numbers arranged ahead of time, but which frequently change. The caller did his best or her best to sound like they were confirming an ordinary dinner or business meeting. They gave a time and place, a private TSA conference room at Lambert Airport, St. Louis, Missouri, 11.45 p.m. that night. It was up to each agent to make personal arrangements and get a last-minute flight to Lambert. Now, I'm going to get an introduction from each one of you, and because we're playing a closed game, I'm going to have everyone else take off their headphones while we're 
recording each person's introduction because there might be some stuff in the introduction that you don't want the other players to know and that's completely fine as your delta green agents you won't know each other's identities because we're playing along the uh the actual rules is written delta green strategy so if you actually do learn information about each other i will probably have it come back to bite you at the end of the scenario because that's what happens with knowledge you get burnt okay so let's start let's go alphabetical order so that begins with joe all righty everybody else take your headphones off and we'll do how about uh you can also deafen the chat or deafen the call okay whatever works as long as you're not listening and uh when you are wanted back justin's not like oh he's listening to his character voice He's trying to get in character. I love it. So uh, whenever we want you back, we'll uh, we'll do the the the, the classic, bam, making a, a birds with your hands a bird single bird not multiple birds two birds. How will how will you know which? Oh, I guess it's just your duty to know out the alphabet, which is cool with me. Yep. Duties and alphabets, baby. Everybody, stop listening now, and it'll just be me and Joe. Hello, Joe. Hi, Zach. <laughs> What's up, baby? What's cracking? You ready to do this? I am. Uh, I'll just start, yeah? Uh, yes, please. I'm playing Agent Wentworth. Uh... Some of you might remember that I've played this character before. Uh, you might not have gleaned from that last time, though, that he is a hitman. He's a straight-up hitman. He he goes, he jet-sets around, killing folks. Uh, for the government. For whoever, because <laughs> it's uh, he just responds to his handler, Miss Turner, who he's been with forever, for as long as he can remember. And he just drops everything at the at the drop of a hat to do whatever she asks. I specifically asked Joe to play this character, uh, or at least like persuasively suggested it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You liked it. And I liked I was it. like, I loved it. It was like one of he was one of my favorite characters we've had on the show. Sorry to interrupt. Carry on. <laughs> uh, so he got the call from Miss Turner and, uh, that said to, that he needed to report to Lambert airport in St. Louis by 1145. Uh, she went ahead and arranged for the tickets and left me a credit card and $500 in cash. And we also, since this is kind of our thing, she has these uh, custom-made carry-ons that hold um, two pistols for him. And she left all that at a dead drop for me. And I just went on straight to the airport. But before I left, I, uh, I told the landlord of my apartment building that I needed him to look after the cat for me. Uh, and he asked why, and I said I was going to go and assess the situation in LaFontaine, Missouri, uh, because I had deduced that that would be the only reason they would send me to St. Louis, Missouri during one of their worst natural disasters ever. And I've always felt like a little bit of the truth helps to sell a lie. Uh, so that seems like a big part of the truth. <laughs> they're, they're sending me there to assess something that's all sure. I said Absolutely. Uh, and uh, let's see what else was there The uh, oh yeah as I was walking out the door I remember that they're in the middle of an ice storm so I grabbed a really nice thick black pea coat 
and a wool stocking cap because I thought things might get chilly. <laughs> and indeed, it's going to start really fucking cold because you're in the middle of an ice storm. So that makes sense. Shall we bird? Shall we bird sure, together? Shall bird. we make our bird hands together? Oh, yes. Oh, They're not watching. People can see it and they love it. They all love it so much. Justin's on, Justin's on it. He's on it. He's got they, they can all tell what's happening. Well, thankfully, Justin's there next. Hello. So. Exactly. All right. I'm out. Bye, Joe. And hello, Justin. Hey, what's up? How's it going, man? It's going pretty damn good here in the Ozarks. <laughs> That's Tell me where about I'm the character from. that you're playing. My character is, is not from the Ozarks. Vo- okay, interesting. So I don't know why I was doing that fun time voice, but you know. Um, my character's name is William T. Wiggins. He is a coroner in a small town in Illinois, so somewhat close to uh, the uh, east border with St. Louis, I'm going to assume. Not too far. He's a short and pale lad with black hair, like like jet black hair. Um, I almost like to imagine like a middle part, but like a handsome middle part. Like it looks better than the, the normal one. Very sleepy, yeah. very sleepy Mid-2000s looking. Thousands middle part. Yeah, like very sleepy with bags under his eyes. Uh, seems to always have his mouth covered by a scarf or a mask or shirt collar, etc. Uh, he is uh, always wearing a really nice suit, even when he's doing his coroner duties, and black leather gloves when he's not have his when he doesn't have the uh, the medical gloves on. He's very strange, but also quite good at his job. All right, and what did you bring with you here on this uh, this trip to St. Louis? So I had a handful of things I was going to bring and let you uh, veto some of them if you want to. Hit me with them. Also, what's your last name again real quick? Wiggins. William T. Wiggins. <laughs> How could I forgot Billy Wiggins? Is that a person? Did I fuck up and make him a person? Oh, you're just nope. making fun of his name. He doesn't like when people yep. call him Willie, by the way, so... I won't let him know that you did that because you're an omnipresent god in this world. Yeah, that's, that's really cool of you, but just know that uh, you're gonna... somewhere deep down inside of your character, know that God <laughs> is making fun of you. Um, I uh, so I wanted to have like surgical masks and gloves, uh, leather gloves, a scarf, magnifying glass, um, first aid supplies of some kind i didn't know if those would be allowed uh do you think a scalpel would technically be allowed on a plane if you were like i'm a coroner it's a tool for me or is it too knife-like hmm i bet you're not allowed to unless it's in your but you you could probably put it in your like checked luggage i don't know let's say i did that because i'm a coroner so i figured i'd have some kind of cutting instruments like a lighter and some cigarettes, like a little Zippo lighter, and also a necklace where, like, if he dies, it brings him back to life. And also, there's a, a big gun that he can grab from another dimension, and it does all it does two D thirties of damage. <laughs> yeah, that all sounds good to me. All right, moving on. All uh, right. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so, I, so know, yeah, I, I thought the scalpel would be not. weird, but I'm glad you let me have the necklace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does he have a, a necklace that no, he is uh, just for sentimental value? Do you, is he a corner with a chain? Ooh, like a sick cool chain. Parted, uh, parted hair. How old is this? Uh, I said forty-two, early forties. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, I, I mean, I love the idea of him with like a cheap sterling silver chain around his neck, just listening to new metal. Hell yeah! But that's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's if you want that for. Oh, also he's uh he's a uh, five foot seven. He's uh, okay. shorter shorter than the average human bear. All right. And did you say goodbye to anybody? Did you have to cover? Uh, yes, I did. Hold did on. I, I, uh, whenever I got the call, uh, William was in the morgue doing his work, slicing up bodies and whatnot. Uh, when he got the call, I'm assuming it was probably in the middle of the night. He dropped uh, something into a cadaver, and. <laughs> looked over to his assistant and said, well, well Thaddeus, I, I shall be leaving now. There's a personal familial emergency I must see to. Uh, please take care of this. And he points inside of the corpse. Mishap. Uh, I'm sure you shall be rewarded handsomely. Also, I don't know why we're cutting into this corpse. Clearly he has been shot in the head multiple times. And then he walks away from Thaddeus. <laughs> His only friend. Thaddeus has uh, seen this happen before, or? Thaddeus knows I'm just, like, super weird, and I do kind of whatever. I, I'm very, like, on a whim, I'll just leave. On a whim, I'll just leave. On a whim. <laughs> <laughs> and so Thaddeus is used to me being kind of, like, wishy-washy and just kind of, like, if I'm, like, I'm, like, uh, I, I'm having a bad day. I, I, I must retire, and we've been working together for I'm going to say like at least a year now. And so he, uh, he's used to me just kind of like getting, getting weird about stuff and leaving, but I'm good at my job. So he's like, it's like a TV character when it's like, Oh, he's a detective who's super weird, but he's so damn good. We can't help it. Uh, (laughs) We have to keep hiring him like monk. <laughs> a classic example. Uh but yeah, so yeah, Thaddeus is the Shaloub. Thaddeus always has uh William's back because uh William is quite nice to him even though he's super weird and and he's kind of like uh treats him like kind of like a son in a weird way. Okay, fantastic. Anything else that we should know before we jump in? Oh, also interesting side fact that I came up with before this while I was creating the character. Um, he is a, I decided he is a, uh, in his off time, he likes to do fencing. Naturally. So you got to put points in melee weapons. He's like weirdly athletic for a, a guy who is a coroner, but it's the only like sport he likes is fencing. He thinks like everything else is stupid and not for smart people because he sucks. Yeah. (laughs) This seems like a super cool dude who I would be super into hanging out with. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> were you, we are you trying to make fun of my character? <laughs> no, no, no. I would never. Shall we, I would never. Shall we fly ready? the birds? Shall we fly the bird for Luke? Lukey boy. Lukey boy. Luke. It is your turn to join us. To join us. <laughs> is he here? Is he here? Can I leave now? Justin, get the bug out okay, of here. Bye. bye. 
Luke, tell me about your character. Turn your microphone on. Mm, that's oh, fun. I was on mute. Sorry. Hey, there it is. Cool. Okay, uh, I am Alonzo Schwartz. My code name is Glick. So your your real name is Alonzo Schwartz, and you go by like Mister Glick. Yes. Cool. Uh, I'm a private investigator, former cop, former undercover cop, 35. So I was on, I have a partner, uh, I have my own PI, like, business. Uh, my part, partner Dick Hattrick uh, <laughs> and I were on, uh, we were, like, snooping out for uh, a PI job we had. I get the call um, from the number that I don't recognize, but I think I know what it is. Um, we're sitting in a car together. Uh, and I, when I talk, I act like I'm talking to my daughter. And, uh, after the phone call, I look at him, I'm like, Hey, uh, my, uh, daughter just had a emergency. I don't really want to get into it, but, uh, I've got to go. Can you, can you, uh, hold this down on your own? Sure. And then I get out of the car, take an Uber home, uh, get a backpack, uh, and fill it with, uh, hand and feet warmers since I know I'm going somewhere Smart. cold. Uh, my winter gear, so jacket, gloves, etc. I bring two GPS trackers with me. Uh, I bring a smoke detector that is fake that has a camera in it. I bring nice. night vision goggles. Uh, I bring a pair of handcuffs, a pair of binoculars, and then the last thing I put in there is a grapple hook with 15 feet of rope tied to it. Awesome. Badass loadout. Yeah, that's a big backpack. It's uh it's like a hiker backpack. Absolutely. Uh, and then I fly from uh LaGuardia to Lambert. Whew. Biggin. Yeah. You must be perfect for the job. <laughs> yep. I was not the closest, but you were available. Mr. Glick is good. <laughs> All right, Mr. Glick, uh anything else? No, I think I think I'm ready to go beautiful rundown you want to give me the birds yes join us thomas in this time of bird having character introductions yes it's you hi okay bye, hi, bye. thomas bye luke bye luke bye luke <laughs> Hey man. Hey. You want to tell me about your character? Yeah. Let me pull. I've got my character sheet uh, on my computer. Ooh, internet character sheet. Yeah, I use the uh, the excellent. Um, there, there's a resource online. You can find it on the subreddit or just Google uh, Delta Green character generator or pre-generated characters that have. They just have 900. Oh, that's incredible. So, um, I wanted to be a federal agent. Uh, there were literally dozens of those filled out. Uh, nice. So I just found the one with kind of the high stats I wanted and went with that. Beautiful. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm Agent Jason McNear. Uh, if is anybody... that your real name? Yeah, that's that's my real name. Uh, code name Lighthouse. Uh, and I'm sorry if you already have any uh, uptight by the book agent characters. I haven't been able to hear what other people were yet, but uh, that's pretty much what my guy is. But he can uptight FBI. Oh yeah, Special Agent Jason McNear. 
Are you that? Yeah, high you up know or? what? I spent a lot of time uh, googling realistic firearms for an FBI agent to have, and I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I didn't spend any time looking up what his realistic position in the hierarchy might be. <laughs> why don't Why don't I check that out, uh, and I'll get back to you. <laughs> I'm going a little too Irish now. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. It's, it's a difficult get, line uh, to toe. Yeah. Yeah, so you're gonna be playing a fe- a FEMA oversight personnel, like a suit. So, are you going with Mister Lighthouse? Oh, <laughs> fuck! I've gone totally Iris now, and I can't come oh, back. Oh, don't you know? It's oh. okay. You just go up north in there, uh, over there, like that. There, over yeah, Fargo. Okay. Uh, no, okay. I'm I'm uh, that's just my Delta Green uh, code name, and okay, uh, I think I'll go with uh with uh ooh, mr smith oh mr smith oh yep hit irish okay so mr smith needed to make his way to st louis by eleven forty-five p.m that night who did he have to make excuses to on the way there uh mrs smith you know um uh but she's kind of i i am a federal agent she's used to it uh <laughs> irish she's used don't to call it, it out just know? do it incredibly i'm going okay hold on it just has to be just a little bit more upper Midwest. So then I, then my normal voice. So, God damn it. <laughs> so, uh, he excused himself to her and years ago she thought he was maybe like having an affair, um, on one of these, like he would, he had to bust out every night at like 10 PM. She ended up following him and, she saw him sitting with like she staked out him and his partner staking out just a boring like uh, financial crimes like stakeout and she saw him like sadly eating junk food and she knows he hate like he hated his partner at that time Um, bummer not like they not like they couldn't work out but like they they solved they, they got the job done man but like Sitting in a car all night with him was not his cup of tea. Um, sure. So she he she watched him do that a few times and um, a few times. Well, yeah, Crazy. she's got a she's got an investigative personality just like him. Oh, yeah. They're they're detectives. They're and both love. paranoid. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go <laughs> that far, you know. I mean, sorry, codependent. Yeah, I mean that <laughs> that's what that's what you need, right? <laughs> Someone you. <laughs> Two people who can depend on each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a nice thing. (laughs) Yeah, I don't see what's wrong with that. (laughs) God damn it. Um, So uh, what did you bring with you on the trip to St. Louis? Well, even though he's a very mid-ranged shootist, if you had to quantify, you know, but he he has taken up skeet shooting recently. Oh, cool. And he's, as an FBI agent, he's already TSA pre-checked and all that shit. But he is like, nice. he's got his, hold on, I pulled up the regulations. <laughs> um, he's got his unloaded shotguns in a locked hard-sided container uh, as checked and declared luggage. Wow. Well done. The container is completely secure. The firearm cannot be accessed because obviously locked cases that can be easily opened are not permitted. Sure. So he's got two, two skeet shooting uh, shotguns. Hell a, yeah! In a hard case. Damn, that's intense. And you, I assume you have just your regular federal agent service. Yes, he has a nine millimeter Glock. 
Okay. Do you know what that means? Yeah, they uh, the trend in law enforcement apparently has been to go towards uh, lighter, more high capacity uh, automatic pistols. <laughs> here's a here's a chilling sentence. Um, while some law enforcement agencies have transitioned to larger calibers uh, from the 9mm in recent years, they do so at the expense of reduced magazine capacity, more felt recoil, and given adequate projectile selection, no discernible increase in terminal performance. No, thank you. That just means uh, higher caliber weapons are harder to fire because they kick on you. Um, yeah. So the stopping power that like might make you feel psychologically good with them uh, isn't really as good as having a pistol you can shoot rapidly and accurately in terms of disabling someone. Whew. Wow. Uh, or terminal performance, as they uh, sure as they term it. Wow, that's fun. So of course he's got his nine millimeter Glock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else that'll do? Uh, that'll do. Just guns. A lot of people brought just guns. Uh, oh, no clothes, well, yeah, no, he's got, uh, I mean, anything else, he knows no what equipment. he's, he's got, um, <laughs> he's got a parka. <laughs> he's got a good, uh, I'll I mean, let you explain. Well, later. all right. Having, having heard my accent, you know, he's prepared for, oh, for the cold weather, for, for sure. For the cold weather. Are you ready to give him the, the birdie? Yes. How do we get Luke's attention? He's asleep. Is Luke asleep? <laughs> no, I think he was just asleep. Oh. Here he comes. <sighs> I'm really self-conscious that you guys talked for way longer than I did. <laughs> the little baby. The little baby was asleep and now he's back on. <laughs> Stop practicing your character voice. It's horrifying. <sighs> I'm from Illinois. <laughs> oh, Roy. Dude, did you keep going weird with your accent too? I was trying to do an upper Midwest <laughs> and I kept going wicked Irish. Oh, uh, yeah. No, mine, I already forgot what mine was. So I'm going to have to remember <laughs> when I have to talk next. TSA agents at Lambert, which is the airport in St. Louis, allow the agents into the conference room. Inside is a balding man in his early 50s with a heavy paunch and deep circles under his eyes. He does not offer his name here, but the agents know him as DHS Special Agent Patrick Hill. They have met him before. He's a Delta Green case officer, and he arranges missions. He's the go-between and cutout between the agents on the ground and the rest of Delta Green, and the mission is the agent's job. The agents are his job. Ooh, what a cool thing to say. <laughs> well, let's get this out of the way. Uh, back before 9-11, people did our group's work out in the cold. Uh, we got activated, reactivated anyway. During, see, during the transition, decisions were made. Uh, I didn't make those decisions. I don't know the people who did, but they were made. And now we're here. So I don't know more. I can't know more. We're all only here because we were closest or available. And I'm not going with you because I've been up for two days trying to find you a ride into the goddamn mission area. Got it? Okay. So around sometime 2002, some team or another was tasked with repurposing assets 
from the old group into the new program. You guys know with all the the government switch over there and at least one of the ones we knew about and to my understanding it was it's like a cost risk analysis based on the needs of the moment and the current budget you know how this shit goes so they tended to report that moving things out of unsecure private storage to secure official locations just wasn't worth it in the end i don't know if it was because the contents were too volatile or someone couldn't be bothered to find a truck or they didn't trust the transition i don't know okay i mean it's the you know who these people are i wasn't there but one of those storage sites that they used was in la fontaine yeah that la fontaine the one from the news I'm sure you guys have... I am well aware. Right, right. The ice storm. Yeah, the ice storm. So they installed an alarm on the door, right, of the security place, and they got some friendly from the utility company. One, uh, he looks down at his papers, Skip Mills, to keep an eye on the place. Uh, Gave him some bullshit about maintaining a secret counterterrorism storage site or something. Uh, do it for God and country. The typical patriotic make-your-life-special bullshit. I don't know. He was just strictly observing report. Didn't even have a key as far as I can tell. But the idea was to come back to the fox. Gotta, gotta find the fox first. But then he's gonna come back to the box, I suppose, in a few months when, when things had eventually settled down. Well, it's been a few months. A few, because I was talking about 2002. Right and now, it's, and it's 2020. <laughs> yeah, 20, so here we that's are. Eight, that's uh, 18, unit. 18 years a month. He just stares <laughs> at you. Which is more than a month of Sundays. <laughs> the storage unit is at Neural's Rent-A-Space, uh, unit 0171. Yeah, I know. Opsec clusterfuck, but uh, Opsec clusterfuck, you're preaching to the choir. Opsec, operational security clusterfuck for those of you who, you know, might do math out loud to people they just met. <laughs> uh, you're preaching to the choir. Anyway, the uh, site is designated GB224, you know, like, yeah, fucking green box 224. Uh, ice storm hits the city hard on the night of the second, and the parrot box, that security system, it sent a silent alarm to some place way above my pay grade, right? And it reports a breach. The shit is so far buried in the shuffle that nobody in signals pecks up on the damn thing until two days later. That's when they drag my ass out of bed. So we have nothing on the ground. I don't know if this Mills was on the silent alarms call list or not. All I know is that I can't get a hold of him, but then I can't get a hold of anyone. Phone lines are down across the entire city. Most of the cell towers are dead. Something like 70% of buildings are without power still. Yeah, all the cell towers are dead, so I guess they're going to miss out on... Anyway, uh, we're uh, blind down there. All we know is that the door to GB224 has been open for going on a week and we don't know what was inside. We don't know if this Mills guy's on the level. We just don't know. And oh you dear. have to find out. Who tried to say something? Uh, I, sorry, I said, oh dear. Like, oh golly. <sighs> I got you a ride on a National Guard disaster relief convoy. It leaves in a few minutes. You're on an oversight group working for FEMA. Don't abuse the cover. You're just suits, okay? You're just watching. You're making sure everything's going all right. And this legend is paper thin. I can't for the life of me think of why anyone would put you all in the same room together. I mean, 
fucking look at you. It's the best I can do on short notice. Paperwork is on the table. I got you some office space squared away at the city utilities company, which is where that Skip Mills guy was. Fuck knows, I spent enough time on the radio trying to find their boss. From there, find out where this Mills guy is and what he knows. Head out to GB224 and inventory the contents. See if you can tell if anything's missing, okay? Right, because if you go there, it's a green box. The stuff in there should be kept away from people. And if it's missing, then other people are seeing it. Nod your heads. Can I get nods? Good job, everyone. Fuck me. Okay, now if something's out there, you gotta do what needs to be done. Text me if you need anything, but keep those messages clean and coded. I'll do what I can from here, but... There's a hundred miles of solid fucking ice around you in every direction and more alphabet soup agencies and media in the theater than you can shake a dick at. So don't expect miracles. Hell, don't expect anything. You're on your own. Uh, so do you guys uh, understand what your mission is? This isn't, uh, sorry, I, I wasn't the tired guy anymore. I was just right. Like, so do you guys know what your mission is? <laughs> yeah. The container is open. We have to go find the friendly, uh, figure out why the container is open, whether or not anything dangerous escaped, and neutralize whatever that might be. And we have to talk to Skip Mills and see what they are up that's to. The, that's the friendly. Yeah, that's the friendly. Is they friendly? Yeah. Or, is, uh, or are they? Can I, can I ask this guy a question? Or is he out yeah, of the room? Shit. Oh, my God. Mr. He's about to sleep. Mr. Hill. Did you Don't have fucking use my what the shit, dude? You introduced yourself as Mr. Hill. No, I told you as the out of body narrator that you knew who I was. I would oh, never say my name shit. in this room. <laughs> uh, sir. Yeah, Wentworth. Do you have a last known residence address for this Skip Mills? I understand he was the attendant at the storage units, but. You surely knew where he lived. He looks through these papers, and he's like, shit. I mean, oh, boy. Yeah, where are we at here? Oh, God. And he looks through some more papers, <laughs> and then he finds uh, the apartment. Or it's a house. Yeah, he found the house. There's an address. Excellent. <sighs> that will make things much easier. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I look at the other people in the room. And I stand up from my chair. Are we prepared? Go ahead and describe what you look like. Uh, he is, uh, he's well-dressed. He's very nondescript. In fact, he's so nondescript, it would almost be striking, except how nondescript he is. Uh, he's wearing a black pea coat. You can tell that there's maybe a suit underneath. And he's wearing a wool stocking cap and uh, leather gloves. And you reach down and grab your identification as FEMA Oversight, and you can introduce yourself with whatever name is on it, which is? Uh, <laughs> Barry Fredrickson. Is that how you would choose to introduce yourself to the rest? I mean, I don't think he would say anything. If he, <laughs> <laughs> he just picked yep, up his that's papers. A good point. <laughs> All right, and who's he looking at as each of you grab your FEMA Oversight IDs? Well, according to this, I'm... Uh, I'm Agent, uh, or Mr., uh, Mr. Mark Smith there from FEMA. Mr. Mark Smith, 
And what does Mark Smith look like? Uh, Mark Smith looks looks uh, he's he's pretty tall. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, uh, he's he's pretty tall. Uh, he's got male pattern baldness. Um, real thin. Total Costanza head. Yeah, Costanza head, but diff- like completely different proportions. He's like tall and lanky, uh, and he's got um, a big but like not cool looking mustache. <laughs> I know that game. <laughs> he kind of looks like the bona fide suitor from uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Oh shit! Yeah, he's bona fide. He's a suitor. He's bona fide. He's so he's that actor, um, but with a with a more FBI mustache. Lukey boy, I pick up my FEMA badge and it says uh, Henry Smoochie on it. Uh oh. Well, I guess I'm Henry Smoochie. I've got a uh, like long tan like khaki duster on with uh, black dress pants and uh, sun like aviator sunglasses and a fedora. Ooh! But it looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, five o'clock shadow. Thirty uh, five year old, just average. Uh, Slightly more handsome than average, but not like handsome enough to, to th- for anyone to be like, wow, that guy's handsome. I thought you were going to be like slightly more handsome than Thomas's no. character. <laughs> 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 um, and uh, yeah, he just says, uh, I guess I'm Henry Smoochie. <laughs> Looks over at the other guy. I, the last guy. I think that's me. My character stands up. He He addresses himself quietly. I am Terrence. And he looks at his thing. Fast night? <laughs> I'm I I'm Ter- I'm Terrence Fast Night. That that is me. You guys all feel really good about your chances. <laughs> Ter- uh, Terrence Fast Night is uh Yeah, you, you you don't have to be faster than the bear there. <laughs> <laughs> that may prove very true in this scenario. Um, Terrence Fastnight is about five seven, average frame, jet black hair with a middle part, uh, dressed in like a nice uh, brown suit with a white dress shirt and tie. He's wearing like a little uh, uh, surgical mask over his his uh, mouth, so sometimes it's a little hard to hear him. And he's very he's a little quiet and reserved. But he's very well dressed and seems put together. It looks very tired. And that's 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 that. me. That's me, baby. Cool. I didn't describe what my guy was wearing, but it's just like a it's a big old parka. Tight. He's 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 wintered up. But it's also it's like clearly uh ten to fifteen year old, like out of fashion <laughs> ski equipment. Perfect. The colors are are wrong for twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I went skiing for the first time in a very long time, like since I was a child, a couple spring breaks ago. And because my uncle is uh, money, my uncle has money, (laughs) unlike everyone else in the old family. And he was like, come up to Breckenridge, I'll pay for everything. And I was like, yes, please. And when I got there, I was like, you have like equipment for me to use? And he's like, hell yeah. And he starts cracking up. And then he pulls out this full uh baby blue like bright baby blue and bright orange like t- head to toe back and forth like b- 
badass like bright snowsuit and it was so cool and Fuck every yeah. single person as i was like walking everywhere was like holy shit that guy oh my god that guy <laughs> shred. and then they saw me get off at like the green one like the easiest <laughs> slopes and i'm like flailing on the way down and everyone's like oh look at that ass hat who spent a thousand dollars on his gear and can't ski for shit right felt really good i actually lost a ski and had to like ask people to help me try to find <laughs> oh my, my ski my while wearing this garbage holy shit nice yeah, Zach, it if it makes good. you feel any better nobody was really judging you you were just that high <laughs> <laughs> like altitude though right like like yeah alt- yeah, dude, yeah the altitude <laughs> and in a legal state just like missouri <laughs> um did you guys okay? Speaking of crazy rich people things, did you guys see that Reddit post yesterday about the uh, the razor uh, crazy carts? Mm-mm. No, no. There are these oh, little electric. The guys going around the plaza. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I did. So see that. they're like they're like seven hundred dollars each to get one that can support an adult. Um, I can do that. I just got twelve hundred dollars for no reason. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys want to spend your stimulus checks <laughs> on these dope? Little electric carts that we can, uh, they're made for like drifting. <laughs> oh my God. You mean we can Tokyo awesome. drift finally? We, yeah. yeah. We could just Hell Tokyo yeah. drift around the empty streets of Springfield. <laughs> New Patreon goal. Get, <laughs> you buy us crazy yeah. carts. We'll take a cool video. And then we'll play Mario Kart against each other. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go pee and then we will jump into La Fontaine, Missouri. Okay. Uh, You guys are going to be riding in the back of a Navistar Defense 7000 MV troop transport, which is going to be very cold. It's one of those like trucks, military trucks with the covered wagon shit on the back. And so you are going to be in there packed with soldier, like National Guard, like National Guard people, members, as well as like blankets and food and clothing and shit, just all packed in there. So if you guys want to like, do a quick think about how you might want to have a conversation during this time so that we can get to know your characters and so that your characters can get to know each other, then that might be a good way to jump into the scenario. So I'm going to leave. All right, bye. Uh, Wait for me, please. We promise we won't play without you. (laughs) (laughs) When he gets back, let's just tell him we're done. We we figured it out. The DM's gone, so... (laughs) We solved it. It's an open game now, baby. It was a bunch of angry raccoons that slid into the storage thing. <laughs> <laughs> they just chewed through the and wires. Then, and but one of us did die in the in the battle. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pee too, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say I should take advantage of this I'm time. just going to sit here and Back. stare into space. Earlier when they left me alone, I sang a song, so you're up. Okay. Sorry, Zach. I'm going to readjust myself. I'm going to do some stretches. If you've been sitting at your computer for a long time, you should do some stretches too. We could do them together. Hell, I'm going to stand up. Is the stream terrible? I did a stretch and people said that they were stretching too. I am a health guru. Did you do a stretch, I changed because every time I moved my arms, I saw my pit stains were getting... They got out to the point to where my entire sleeve was covered at the bottom, and it was so wet, I couldn't take it. I should unbutton my pants, but I think YouTube will ban us if I do that. 
Oh, I don't think so. They can hear the unbutton and they're like, shut it down. I have my cool Kanye <laughs> pants on. They're very comfy. With the with the pocket? Yeah. I'll show the people. Nice. The hoodie pocket. Hoodie pocket. What are you doing? You. Whoa. Oh. It's like a it's like a for <laughs> to put a baby kangaroo. Or a tiny loop. Once I clone myself. <laughs> That's where he'll live. <laughs> And he'll live in my afro so I can cook good French food, too. Nice. Mm. Rataluki. Got it. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> I'm drinking one of these. Oh, too oh dude. Truly? Pretty good. That's ex- That's exactly what's in here. Nice. The mango. I got the orange and I added a little stevia to it just to give it a little more sweetness. Oh, shake it up. These things are too sweet for me. I <laughs> really sorry not to be that not to be that guy. Oh, you add sweetener <laughs> to it. Oh, I much prefer my drinks dry as a biscuit <laughs> that was poorly made. Does that mean with whipped or with frothy coffee? What? Hell yeah, dude! Frothy milk. I mean, <laughs> just a little barista joke. Frothy you know? coffee, yeah, dry. <laughs> Somebody ordered a cappuccino dry for me when, like, when I first started at the coffee shop, and I was like, "What? What does that mean?" They want olive juice in it? <laughs> That's dirty. <laughs> Best bartender in Springfield right here, baby. <laughs> Let's dive back in. The briefing said LaFontaine was ill-prepared for winter weather. The city had sold most of its salt trucks and plows to keep from declaring bankruptcy during the reception, but nothing the reception? prepared you for this. The reception. The reception. They threw a massive reception, <laughs> and I, they could. They had to. They had they to throw it. They sacrificed a bunch of kids, but like the ice storm still came, and it was so. a sick party. So no regrets. And honestly, fuck those salt trucks and plows. That party was dope. Yep. <laughs> nothing prepared you for this level of destruction. Nearly every road is blocked with felled trees. Phone and power lines dangle everywhere. The few emergency responders you see are still chiseling vehicles out of the ice like sculptures, and most who succeed seem to have impotently skidded off the road. The majority of homes remain damaged and without power. Their residents are left to freeze in winter temperatures. Getting to the few operational shelters requires trekking on foot across the eerily beautiful city of ice. Upon arrival, they're crammed into crowded shelters filled with cots and hastily packed suitcases, and even the lucky ones with vehicles rugged enough to escape often have to find a path ahead through the felled trees, and the roar of chainsaws is constant. Even after five days, relief teams have made scant headway. A few major roadways are cleared and salted. The commercial and university districts to the south have power restored. Honestly, that doesn't sound like scant headway to me. It sounds like they got the the major yeah. roadways cleared <laughs> and they got the commercial and university districts restored. Uh, very little relief, though, has come to the north side, the poor side of town. The oh. convoy inches through. <sighs> the north of LaFontaine is the oldest part of the city, cut off from the rest by a moat of abandoned warehouses, rail yards, factories, and other remnants of the city's industrial past. The massive old growth trees dotting its residential neighborhoods caused more damage here than anywhere else. 
The only lifeline south, the Zora Neale Hurston Bridge, remains a clogged, icy mess. It will be difficult to tell who needs help in northern La Fontaine. Only the locals can distinguish which homes were abandoned to the storm and which were left vacant by the real estate crash. Still, progress is being made. Operating out of the headquarters for city utilities, workers are slowly getting La Fontaine livable again. It appears that while the storm will certainly be expensive, none of the relief workers will be haunted by any lost lives. So that's good. Everybody who's like seemingly got trapped in their houses and shit made their way to a shelter. Uh, It's uncomfortable, but patrols and emergency shelters are so far keeping those without power, fed, and warm. And as you guys are rolling through, the camera kind of like zooms up to the back of this transport. And then through, we see soldiers in the very back and then like kind of a muffled wall and all throughout the middle aisle, uh, just like clothes and food and blankets and supplies. And then in the next part, the four of you sit two on one side, two on the other facing each other. Uh, so, hey there, fella. I don't think uh, you told us your name, I say to uh, to Joe character it's barry frederickson that's a good one yeah 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 yeah. you picked a good one for sure i uh they just uh they gave me terrence fast fast night i think fast night that's a that's kind of a cool name it's practically fast bender you know it's uh it's not as cool as uh my my uh real i mean it is my real name right now but it's uh and uh Terrence looks down and stops immediately talking. <laughs> so are, we're alone in this compartment. Yeah, let's go ahead and say that way that we don't have like uh, prying ears. You okay. guys can... immediate uh, obsec breaches. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like I just to like get an introduction to who you guys are. Uh, you, you look you're over well and you padded. see two young National Guard recruits, <laughs> aiming eyes wide. <laughs> <laughs> you just have time to draw your firearms. <laughs> Roll initiative. Uh, uh, so, yeah, Mister Mister Fast Knight there. So you're saying in real life you have a a, a cooler name than your code name? Yeah, we're not. I don't think we're uh, supposed to say though. As far as I know, I'm I I'm still new to all this. I I I don't know. I know I'm needed, and so I came. Well, I just want to say, you know, I'm sorry because uh, this there's a lot of it, this job can be stressful in a lot of different ways, and I think not being able to go by a pretty cool name is uh, it's up there. It's one that people. It's just one people don't typically think about. So I just want to say, like, I'm glad someone understands my yeah. great duress I am under. I'm 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 sorry about that. My guy is looking kind of puzzled between you two. I am unaware of how the coolness of a name factors in to our mission. <laughs> you know, that's a fair point. Uh, we should be playing this by the book. and uh, But anyway, yeah. You got a friend in me, buddy. Uh, why, why, thank you. And Terrence Fast Knight slips his little like surgical mask up over his thing because he's uncomfortable being in a crowded, dirty truck. Well, uh, I don't think we came here to make friends. Do you guys have any ideas for what we get there? Well, yeah, I, we just find uh, we find Skip Mills, and uh, we figure out what the heck is going on down at uh, that green box. Were you all 
able to read the briefing. Oh yeah. There is a chance that here. this Skip Mills sought shelter. Perhaps we can get records of intake at these shelters. Didn't Patrick Hill, who we all knew beforehand, but uh, I forget what he told us his name was. Uh, didn't he Didn't he give us his, his address where he's known to be now? He did. But as the briefing said, most homes have been left abandoned and shelters are at capacity. Oh, that was his. Okay. I thought he just told us directly where he was. That would have been a lot handier. He certainly did. I'm suggesting that he might not be home. I suppose we could uh, look at a map of some kind, and uh, if there's a shelter near his home, that he'd probably go to the nearest one, or the closest one to the storage. Uh, I'll call around to some shelters, and I get my phone out and Google LaFontaine. I believe that your cell reception will be not so good here. (laughs) (laughs) Based off... What they said that all the towers were all jacked and such. We're heading to city utilities, which I don't think I made this clear. They're up and running where there. Skill, right? it's, it's where Skip Mills worked. Oh, okay. Works. So you're being dropped off at CU City Utilities, which is where Skip Mills worked. I thought it he works. worked at a storage probably, thing. You know, he, he's yeah. He was the working. attendant. Was the attendant thing just a side job of his? He was a friendly. He didn't work at the storage place. Oh, okay. So he huh. was just okay. told he's, to go. He's like, just the guy when they were packing the green box that he was like <laughs> right next door at his own storage unit. And they're like, oh, keep an man, eye on this. Can you keep a secret? <laughs> <laughs> it's for uh, America. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, dip. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's they'd already, they'd already it's killed America. like five innocent witnesses today because they play like us, and they were just <laughs> they like, "Damn it, Skip! We just can't have any more blood on our hands." <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are dropped off in front of the city utilities building before the truck joins the rest of the vehicles in the motor pool parking lot around back. So basically, the HQ of this whole operation is going to be in the parking lot behind city utilities in a big motor pool where everybody's got generators and cars are all back there and these trailers are popped up back there. And as you guys go into the city utilities building, you see it is clogged with activity. Complaining customers entering their second week without electricity, pack the lobby like cattle, overworked receptionists do their best to calm the crowd, exhausted linemen trudge in and out, returning for more equipment or just trying to catch a few minutes sleep in the locker room. And as you guys walk in, you see a woman who is short, squat, has big glasses, and she's wearing a Carhartt pulled all the way down. And uh, she comes up and she's like, hey, hello, hello, are you the FEMA oversight group? Hey there. Yes, ma'am. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah okay, is... I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. This is me, I'm Tanya Cambria. It's nice to meet each one of you. Thank you so much. And she goes to shake your hands. Uh, my, my guy does. Yeah, I uh, shake yeah. her hand. I enthusiastically uh, shake her hand. Uh, Terrence holds his hand out like... <laughs> Like he's waiting for someone to kiss it. <laughs> very, very gingerly. Hey, okay, cool. And she like puts her elbow out and kind of like hits your hand a little bit. He like kind of, like, if you want to do one of those, that's fine. He gives a little slap with his fingy tips. Ah, all right. It's a pleasure oh, to meet you. 
Mark Mark Smith gets like a little physically uncomfortable and anxious seeing that like <laughs> breach of normal social decorum. It's like, oh, you know, it ticks all types, but uh, where I come from, you know, you shake a hand if someone's trying to shake your hand. Yeah, no, well, I'm much more on your side of the equation here, but that's where we're at these days. And just no, like, I didn't. Fully I didn't say eyes. it out loud. That's just what happened in my gut. Well, I just heard it, and so I responded, role-playing. Well, she's so. a witch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fellas, Miss- I found it. I found what came out of the unit. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Cambria, what is it you do here? Oh, I'm just a, uh, I'm just trying to put all this, keep it all together. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, I, I knew there was going to be a response team about, but, uh, oh, office manager you can call me whatever you want but basically if you're talking to just me and you i run the place obviously these people they don't know what they're doing and i i got some office space for you right uh, look yes, at that's me. what did, we I, did, told. I did you take did you were you told that i had office space for you because look at me of course i've got office space for you come on down okay my voice is this now <laughs> and you're 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 starting to <laughs> i'll something. do what i want <laughs> And the, you were just uh, starting to sound like uh, some kind of Star Wars merchant, like <laughs> quarter portion. I, I, I've got, I've got office space, Roy. <laughs> well, you went British, and then I went British. But it was like, yeah, you said office space at the same time. Uh, <laughs> all right, so yeah, no, I was going for a more of a Mike Wazowski. So, um, yeah, if you come out through here, um, God, yeah, the temporary office that I've set up for you is a prefab trailer. It's in the parking lot, okay? And she walks you through the back of the building and like, moving through, come on down, move out of my way, as she's passing through uh, this sea of uh, tired and stressed out civilians and so you guys make your way through the back mills hasn't been here in a couple days few days now and so you can just use his office this is what he was using before miss cambria you know we can't thank you enough uh we all as female agents were responding to uh springfield back in 07 so uh so we know uh what it's like to go through this kind of major uh uh meteorological event there. Well, it's good to have people like you. Yeah, thank you very much, Miss Cambria. Yeah, we all know that uh, uh, snow, when too much, is is bad. Does he always talk like this? Oh, I'm very sad now. Sorry, <laughs> you cut out in the middle of what you were saying like nothing came out of your mouth. So I didn't hear it. You sound <laughs> yeah. like a crazy person. If you could repeat yourself, maybe I'll react more accordingly. Yeah, I thought I might have just been me there, but... Uh... It it totally cut out. It wasn't even like a drop of discord. <laughs> oh, I talk slowly. Also, <laughs> snow when when too much is bad. Yeah, this guy gets it. All right, so and you pop out through the back door and you see uh, that. Th- hit me with it before we leave. Uh, Miss Mills, okay, it's Cambria, Miss Cambria. Miss Cambria, for Mr. Uh, Mills. Uh, yeah, we we need to speak with Mr. Mills. Do you know where we might find him? I wish, oh my gosh, if you could tell me where he is, that would make me a happy lady. But here I am, look at my face. Am I a happy lady to you? It appears well, it looks not. like you're, you're doing the best 
you can under the circumstances. Oh, that's real sweet of you to say. I'm really glad that you professionals are here to really keep an eye on things. And she like points around as you guys are about to open the door and she's like, brace yourselves because it's a fuck ton of idiots and cold weather out there. And she busts open the door. (laughs) And you see that the parking lot has been cleared of its thick coat of ice and large command tents and the diesel generators heating them take up the space nearest the building and otherwise the cold keeps the parking lot mostly empty save when trucks drive in to be resupplied or repaired in and out as they go but as you guys move past those tents you see there is a trailer that is a little makeshift office it's the relief effort hq and it's where you guys have been sent because you are the suits in charge how's that feel it's just a disaster (laughs) it feels bad uh well you know i don't think anybody will uh, particularly think it's out of the ordinary if uh, the federal government just really uh, drops the ball on disaster <laughs> response for a couple of days. So <laughs> it should, I think it's more decent cover than we're being given credit for. You know, I, I think that uh, that guy Mills, you know, he, he had that exact kind of uh, feeling inside his entire body when he was here. I'm sorry. I thought you left. We, I wasn't going to say anything like that in front of you. You said you, yeah. Oh, I pushed open the door and I, I told I told Luke that I was going to walk all the way with you guys. That way, you know, if you, if you were worried, because I wanted to say one more thing about Skip Mills and then have you guys roll human. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, that makes it. That's standard investigatory uh, procedure there. So, uh, but so actually, you don't have to roll. Uh, we're gonna play uh, this scenario as written. So there will be a few times where. So in Delta Green, if you just have a skill at a certain number, you pass. So if you're not under stress and there's no like time limit on the thing, then you don't have to roll for it, uh, which I. Except uh, we never do that. No, no, no. We don't. We don't play that way. We play a different way, and so here we are. So if any of you have human at 30%, say I. I. Or at 30% or above that? Above or at it. Yeah, like way above. At or above. <laughs> yeah, above. I forgot I'm still this lady. <laughs> I'm still this lady. I got to wear my beanie. I like it. Keeps my head warm. Uh, it's a, uh, I'm at a 60, Miss Cambria. Oh, well, then you, of course, would know that as I'm talking about Skip Mills and I'm saying stuff like, wow, government workers, am I right? Some of them love, some of them hate, some of them come to work, some of them don't. This guy dips out in the middle of a national emergency, maybe not national, national for us. I mean, my life is my country, you know? And so uh, you would know that, like, she's pretty uncomfortable uh, she's like very comfortable talking shit about him, but you can tell that she was very, uh, very confused. And then she says, but I will say when he did come in three days ago, the last time he was here, his face was covered in scratches and sweat and it was awful. He looked fucking terrible. I am sorry for the cursing, but this is an emergency and it's like theater in high school. You could just cuss whenever you want. It's fine. Everybody loves it. You Sounds know, liberating. You're all looking at me right now. I'm not going to say anything about attraction of people or anything like that, but I'm someone who doesn't get the male gaze, uh, you know, from, from, from people in, in his uh, age group too often. But uh, boy, howdy, the last time he came in here, it was not 
comfortable. How old? You mean he was? He was? Yeah. What is your age difference there? Uh, well, I'm 85. Now, <laughs> 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 yeah, so old she's, is Mr. She, she's like, how old is Mr. Mills? She's probably like mid 50s. And hard like looks so you, did, you just 60s. lied. You just lied to uh, federal agents there. <laughs> well, you never ask a woman her age or a man. It's rude. You can't ask people how old they are unless it's their birthday, and even then, you just count the candles. <laughs> Ma'am, in an emergency, any bit of information might be uh, relevant. We need you to please be forthcoming with us. And even fine, if you think- I'm actually sixty-nine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. You can laugh. But that's exactly the kind of like dirty humor. It was that kind of dirty humor that looked like it was in this this guy's eyes. I mean, what he sees in his thirties, early thirties. People like that don't, you know, often. I, I've had a professional relationship with Skip Mills for years, and not once has he ever looked at me like I was a piece of meat that he wanted to fuck. Ugh. Sure, we get it. He was really giving you the eyes there the last time you saw him. Yeah, did I make that clear? Yeah. Speaking of which, just before you dive in any further to this conversation that's definitely over. <laughs> no, no, no. I have, I have a question for her. Okay, hit the question, then we'll move. What was, uh, what was Mr. Mill's duties here? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ma'am, try not to laugh. <laughs> I need to know what his responsibilities were. His duties. Well, I'm looking them up, obviously. <laughs> sure, Trying sure. to figure it out. I'm pretty sure that he was running the. Uh, he was. He was. He was in charge. That's why you guys are here. If we needed FEMA oversight, because our city utility supervisor during a power outage with ice all over the city is nowhere to be found. Three days, nowhere to be found. Four nowhere scratches. to be found. You know, it sounds like he was one horny dog, and uh, those might have been uh, those might have been love scratches, you know, on his own face. Yeah, cause the your lover scratches you. Oh, I'm not about that business. <laughs> you know, when your lover scratches you, when the lovemaking right across the face. Has anyone tried contacting him? Of course. What did you say? Have you been to his house? We've been. No, we're not going to go to his house. Why would we? Uh, yeah, of course. Like, we're going to go to his house. Do you know how much money and time it takes to get anywhere in this fucking city right now? Yeah, no. I mean, like we said, we were in Springfield. So, you know, it could take some time, but money's a weird way to qualify how it would take to get down to a fella's house. <laughs> it's not like. I am the office manager. I look at the bottom line <laughs> financials. That's what I'm all about. Sure, sure, man hours. We get it. We get it. Okay, bye, lady. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Goodbye. Did we get you a have... definitive on uh, Skip's age? 30s. Mid, early 30s. You have a job to do. I have a job to do. Let's all do our jobs. And she okay. turns around. She bails. Well, I say we go to his house. Uh, I think probably what he saw in her is that she was such a strong, you know, minded personality. She's really, you know, I respect the hell out of that lady. She was quite strong and... Attractive to uh, to some of us, I think. She really didn't make much of an impression on me, but to each their own. Well, you know, some men have a natural predisposition against, uh, not natural, it's been ingrained by society against powerful women, and it's really toxic. You got to get over it. You just need to learn to uh, admire and respect somebody like that instead of feeling threatened. Okay, I think know. that's great advice. Uh, <laughs> so you guys... 
where uh, you guys are so cold while you're having this conversation and you're all just looking at this door of this uh, prefabricated trailer that is uh, right in front of you. Before we jump into this, and Joe, we'll hop to you first, but due to the uh, content of Delta Green and role-playing games in general, I know that we have an understanding of each other and that we are close friends and we have been playing together for a long time. And I've yet to have something happen in a game where one of you came up to me afterwards and were like, I felt uncomfortable during that and I wish you wouldn't have done it. However, that's the goal. No. Uh, so hold <laughs> yeah. on to your butts. So basically, I want to implement a safe word for this game and honestly just moving forward in all of our games so if anyone is made uncomfortable at any time by the what is happening either whether it's me doing it or someone else doing it in a scene just say the word and we'll immediately fast forward like cut to the next scene and then afterward off mic we'll all talk about it and how we can do better and make sure that that wouldn't happen again is that cool with everybody or does anyone have any suggestions about how to do that better works for me I think it's our safe word. What is the safe word is the question. <laughs> Craft mac and cheese. I ran out of mac and cheese a few days ago and I That's really nice <laughs> and innocent. Really I like that a lot. Some. Let's go craft mac and cheese. All right. Cool. So if anyone says craft mac and cheese out of context, um, then we know to bail and move on. Uh, I think that's too, too bad. This one takes place at the haunted craft factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The people voted for it. With so what caretakers do? named Mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right. So as you guys are diving into the utilities manager's office. Oh, he's the manager. Of course he is. It says right here. Uh, <laughs> he's the manager of city utilities. Just like the main dude is the one you're looking for. So Tanya drops off the group in front of Mills' office and returns to her work. And the prefabricated trailer suffices as a base from which sorties, sorties, sorties. Sorties be- means small parties that are sent out to. For missions and such. To go and, yeah. Aww. I didn't know that. I didn't either. If you, you played enough strategic RPGs like me and Thomas did, you would be well aware of what a story <laughs> is, you fucking idiot. If your family had exposed you to as much military history as a child, like uh, any proper American family <laughs> should be, then, then you'd, you'd be well acquainted with what a sortie is, sir. Fair. That's why I, when we're besieged... <laughs> what was that? When we're besieged, I'm gonna be in charge of things. None of not you, fellas. Maybe Justin is. You're my colonel. Yay! Finally, <laughs> I would have died in the initial blast. <laughs> <laughs> you pro- yeah, we probably would have positioned you somewhere. <laughs> God. Hey, before we start, I do have to go use the restroom before we, before we <gasps> dive in deep. Before we go into the office. Yeah, that's fine, okay. Justin. <laughs> I thought you were mad at me, and I got sad. I'm never mad at you. I want to get to the meat of this thing. Well, the meat the miles is coming, meat, baby. The Mills meat. Give me that Mills meat. Oh, boy. Hey, guys. Yeah? When you go into the office, it's heated. And as soon as you mm. walk in, you're like, oh. 
hell yeah. Because like, Hey, wait, Zach, I'm, before we get any further, we should clap again. Did you start recording again? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. We've been I've been recording the whole time. I just forgot to sync us up when I restarted it. Oh, we can do another clap. Okay, so you have you've recorded two files now? Is that what you're saying? I immediately started recording again. Oh, okay. That's I, fine. And I anyway, I shouted real loud right there, so it should be easy to find in the <laughs> file. But I'm gonna be off sync for the last for maybe. Oh, this is gonna be minutes. super confusing to edit. Sounds good. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh let's do the clap. One, two, three. Five, six, seven. Nice. It's nice, wild nice, how nice. behind it all is for me. Yeah. Yeah. It looked really, really bad. <laughs> Thankfully, that's, that's streaming, baby. Yeah, I think it's literally physically impossible for us to clap on track together through streaming technologies. <laughs> We could spend a while trying. So you guys <laughs> go into this office. It's warm. It's nice. Uh, you are stoked to be there. There's a few fold-out tables, a desk, and a computer. And uh, the only other thing that you notice is it kind of smells... What is that? Um, like Bradford pears? Weird. Ew. That's like real bad, right? It smells like cum... Does yeah. smell like cum, yeah. Um, sucks. Wow, it might not be trees even. It kind of just smells like cum in here. Um, <laughs> oh damn it! Is okay. I want to. I want to search for cum. <laughs> does it? Does it actually smell like cum? Do we need to look yes. around for cum? It absolutely smells like cum in here. Uh, and as you kind of like, I mean, you said it. So as you're walking around, you can't kind of <laughs> focus in on a centralized place and it's the desk. And if you're like really moving your nose around the chair behind the desk has a little bit stained on the front of it. And then if you bend over the underneath of the desk, like if you're just like smelling around, that's good audio. Uh, you're just getting a nose full of this guy's jaw sauce, um, just like Jesus. all up down here. And you would notice that like the ground, uh, where his feet were is like the carpet is stiff and hardened and there is residue stained under the desk, like the up, un- up underneath it. So he's, sh- he's shooting up there. Oh, no. Uh, wants to check out his computer. One, two, three. Also, not I'm it, sorry. Not <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm sorry. So I was like, I was reading this scenario again after I put it in the poll and people started voting for it. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> A cum horror show. <laughs> like the first clue is like, there's fucking cum everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Holy All right. shit. Um, I think I think Terrence would willfully like raise his hand because he's like, oh, I deal with quite awful things every day, so I I can do this. And what do you do? Checking the computer. Yeah, let's see what he was making all this fuss about. You move the mouse around and the computer's already logged on. Still logged in. Just just for the record, while this is happening, I want my guy to be walking around the office like if there's file cabinets he's going through some of those just okay just doing what you would do to search a room for signs of 
this person's life. Yeah. Smoochie, what are you doing? Same? Yep. And Smith, what are you up to? I'm uh, I'm observing them all and uh, taking diligent notes in my in my FBI issued notebook. That absolutely makes sense. And I'm like, hey there, make sure you don't disturb any of that cum. Fast night. As you're going through the computer, uh, you notice that there is a program that monitors the power grid uh, in the town, the power grid monitor program, but it needs a separate password. Uh, But as you're going through the computer, you find Mills' home address, like immediately, uh, on some correspondence. Or, sorry, that's actually Joe. You guys already had his home address, but you confirm it here in the office. And then the web history is really... um, it's really horrifying, uh, Fast Night, as you're, as you're scrolling through. The, the porn, the porn, the sheer amount of porn on this computer uh, that, has been, that it was accessed three days ago, all between like the hours of 6.30 a.m. and 1 p.m. on January 3rd. It's like, it's pornography in the sense of like past, past... Uh, films of people uh, fucking each other. This is getting, it gets weirder and weirder and weirder and darker and then more violent and more violent. And then like he is trying to find the most punishing regardless of gender, regardless of anything. It's all about how violent the videos can get. And as you're just like, looking through the names of these videos, you have to roll sanity. Oh. Oh. These videos so fucked up, just reading the titles of them makes you roll sanity for how gross. Uh, I pass. 52 on a 70. You lose zero sanity as... uh, You have a 70 sanity? You're the sanest dude ever. Hell yeah, bro. Uh, Yeah, I've also got one of those... One of those 70s. Uh, so yeah. due to your line of work uh, as a yes. FEMA oversight agent, I would assume that you, you're you like pretty strong uh, f- uh, mentally for this kind of stuff. Uh, yes, my past life has prepared me quite well for horrors and nasty shit happening to bodies. <laughs> you feel me, bro? <laughs> he says out loud as he's searching the computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, come take well, a look at this. I mean, <laughs> imagine having to touch that mouse and keyboard. Wentworth and Smoochie, who has search and who has SIGINT or criminology? I've got a search of 40, and I've got a criminology of 30. 60 search, and what was the other two? Criminology, only 10. Can I pitch in on either of these? Yeah, what do you got? Uh, 70 search and 50 criminology. Okay, you guys know with all of that star-studded skill points, you guys see, as you're looking about, you see that on the backside of a desk calendar, Ecclesiastes 28 is written on it in ink pen on the back of a calendar. And then uh, go ahead and roll uh, SIGINT or Criminology. I believe that is oh, Mr. SIGINT Smith. Or I have a search, not a SIGINT. But... Who had Criminology? I have a 50 criminology. That is what I was asking for. Please roll criminology. I fail. 82 on a 50. What was it? Ecclesiastes what? 28. 28. 28. And then 
Justin, as Fast Night continues, he he gets the gist of the history of what's going on on this computer. And who's got computer science? Who's got the best computer science? I have 20. I have none. I got none. Thomas? Hold on, sorry. I've got the... I've got Ecclesiastes 28 pulled up over my character sheet and I have none. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So 20%, go ahead and roll that computer science there. Fast night. Ooh, crit fail. 77. <laughs> oh, the computer explodes and kills me. <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> you slip, you slip and come oh. and delete the file. <laughs> So as you're going through here, you're trying to figure out what is going on. And you see this power grid monitor program that's still up and you decide you're going to try to get into it. Right. And so as these boys are looking around the room, you're just like typing, typing. You're like, oh, I bet his password is his address. And then you type it in and then you're like, oh, I bet his address is uh, Mills, and then you type it in, and then you're like, maybe Skip Mills, and then capital S Skip Mills, and you do it until it's like, you've been locked out of the system. And at that moment, you turn around and they're like, hey, I found Ecclesiastes 28 <laughs> written on the back of this calendar. Mark Smith starts reciting it from memory. <laughs> oh, no. And he's kind of, he kind of looks a little confused when no one else joins in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, Ecclesiastes 28. Uh, Woe to the crown of pride, to the drunkards of, uh, forgive me, pastor's son, but uh, Ephraim? Is that right, Zach? Ephraim. Ephraim. If you really go for the pronunciation, it's Ephraim. Okay, yeah, well, whose glorious (laughs) beauty is a fading flower, which are on the head of the fat valleys of them that are overcome with wine. Uh... Fat Valleys, I guess that might be like a fupa there or something. Uh, <laughs> behold, the Lord hath a mighty and a strong... <laughs> Hold on, fellas. Don't laugh because you're about to laugh more because verse 2 starts, uh, Behold, the Lord hath a mighty and a strong one, uh, which is which is what I said to my wife when I woke up this morning. Uh, it's like, oh, look at that. Sometimes when you really got to pee, it's like I didn't even know it. Could get that big, but uh, <laughs> which as a as a tempest of hail and a destroying storm, as a flood of mighty waters overflowing, shall cast down to the earth with the with the hand, uh, the crown of pride, the drunkards of Ephraim shall be trodden under feet, and the glorious beauty uh, which is on the head of the fat valley shall be a fading flower, and as the hasty fruit before the summer, which when he that looketh upon it seeth. While it is, I'm going way Irish. <laughs> Minnesota. Is it long? Why? I think I'm getting to the end of the point. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not looked this clue up before? <laughs> anyway, basically, they don't. It doesn't take too kindly to these drunkards of Ephraim. Interesting. Uh, whose glorious beauty is a fading flower? Was that tw- Ecclesiastes 28? Yes. And I'm, a, of course, quoting from the New King James Version. You asked him that in character because he just recited it, no. it out loud. No, I was asking out of character because when I Googled, I don't think I'm, I pulled up the same thing. I don't see Ephraim listed anywhere in here. <laughs> huh. Oh, boy. If I pulled a Bible boner and quoted the wrong verse. <laughs> <laughs> a Bible boner. I love how much this like hardcore 
religious guy talks about his dick. His huge, what, awesome what, wait, dick where, filled with where's piss. The, no, what are you, where are you talking about a dick when you talk about pulling a boner? Pulling oh. a boner. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, making, well, we'll uh, we'll make note of that, and you can recite it later if it comes up. Uh, but I think that might just be the password for his computer. Have you tried that yet? Terrence uh, ashamedly looks, like looks over. I I did I did too many. I did too many of bad ones, and now we we are all locked out of the computer. The computer. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys like my awesome joke I made? <laughs> Did you find anything oh. in the computer, uh, computer before it locked you out? I I saw disturbing pornography that would shake a normal person to their core, but one such as I is not phased by humanity's depravity. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> freak. Okay, wow. What a cool sentence. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> to say to new friends. <laughs> I, I lean over to to uh, Fredrickson, Barry Fredrickson. I'm like, not exactly a fella you'd want to have over uh, for, you know, meat, a dinner of meat and potatoes, you know, with uh, with maybe like the Hendricksons or maybe just your kids come back to visit. That man's proclivities do not concern me. Do I hear all this? Searching. Do I hear this? <laughs> We're in a tiny office, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, it was implied that he was leaning over and saying that to me under his breath. But if you want it, can I roll to hear it? it? Can I roll to hear it? <laughs> oh boy, good thing I have the lowest alertness possible. <laughs> it's good for Delta Green. Oh yeah, I fail. I hate seeing what's coming. <laughs> so does Terrence. <laughs> so as you- <laughs> we haven't seen what was coming, only what came. <laughs> so what's the plan? I think we ought to head to this guy's house. Uh, so was the the confirmation of his home address the only other thing that I found in my yeah. searching? Yeah. Okay. I uh, can anything. I do a search roll on the place as well? Uh, you can not. Or would it Would it be fruitless? Yep. You're good. Oh, yeah. Actually, go ahead and roll, roll search for me real fast. Fuck. 83 on a 70. Perfect. I didn't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> I admire the gambit. <laughs> I, I like that you're like, you know what? I'm going to challenge myself to have something. Exactly. You found, a, something you found a cool candy bar and a can of coffee. <laughs> you're feeling fucking good. Add fi- 15 sanities. <laughs> <laughs> a random free candy bar gives you 15 sanities. <laughs> Someone comes up and says something not mean to you. Gain a sanity point. <laughs> oh, poor Terrence. <laughs> I feel like in this office there would be a paper map of the city for his records. And sure. I want to use it to try and locate his house in comparison to where we are. How far away it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, something also I meant to ask earlier is, uh, does, does the city utilities, do they have uh, internet up and running here? City utilities does have the internet live right now. All right, so we could uh, what we could do, even though we don't have uh, access to the internet on our phones, like when we go out and about, we can download uh, a local map of the area on Google Maps, and uh, then we just have that. Oh, I think that's really smart. 
we can also yeah. do some scouting, find out how to get from uh, here to there. And uh, Smoochy, you were talking earlier there about finding out where the shelters are. You could get to Google in that while we have uh, while we have that Wi-Fi. I will do that. So essentially what you've got is you've got the shelters are on the south side of town. And then along How many with, are there? So the main shelter that's being used is written written down on my sheet it says truman memorial high school uh in the south down there is being used is there a phone number listed for it uh of course why wouldn't there be i give it a call <laughs> okay roll a 50 percent luck straight up and down on whether or not the phone line works this time around i got a one Hey! Crystal nice. clear. Yeah. Crystal yeah. Grandiose clear. reception. Bring, 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 bring. Truman Memorial High School, Becky speaking. <laughs> hey, hey, Becky. Um, uh, uh, you guys are using the school as a shelter at the moment, correct? That is correct. Um, do you happen to uh have a list of the people staying there like a check-in sheet of any kind you know we tried to start one but at the end of the day it got real out of hand i'd say we got about half the people's names down right now but we're working on it could you check and see if there's a name on there i'm looking for somebody ah gosh because you rolled a critical success i guess i got the sheet right in front of me (laughs) uh yeah i'm looking for uh mr mills Mills, Mills, Mills. I'm a speed reader. Nope. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I guess I'll ring you up if I need anything else. Who is this? Uh, I'm in charge. <laughs> of uh security. <laughs> Where? Civilians. I'm FEMA. I'm with FEMA. (laughs) Oh, okay. You should lead with that next time is what I'm going to say. Because if you called back here with just a normal success, I'm asking who you are first. (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, save this number as FEMA so everybody knows. (laughs) (laughs) Did you call from your... What did you call from? Uh, Could I have called from phone in the office. Skip Mills' office phone. Could I have called I'm gonna for myself? Give you, I'm going to tell you that it would be smarter if you would have called from the office. Okay, yeah. I, I didn't have reception, <laughs> so I used the cum-covered telephone to call. <laughs> I want to be clear. The cum was in one location Yeah, he didn't say anything about the like, telephone. You just did that to he yourself. He wasn't trying to Peter Parker his way through the office. <laughs> okay. So I used his phone. Goosh. Goosh. Yes. <laughs> so you find out that skip mills is not at the shelter well he Memorial I, I tell them uh well they didn't have his name on the list there but she also said that uh not everybody's name is listed so uh i think that we should tr- try his house first and and go there as a, a, a backup plan jay jay hawkins is saying uh and i agree that the classic Spider-Man noise is thwip, not goosh. <laughs> goosh, goosh, goosh. Uh-oh. Thwip. Uh-oh, I lost my D-cam. Where did my 
<laughs> Sp- <laughs> spider wang, spider wang, goosh whatever a spider kang. <laughs> Did he come on the phone? No, he didn't. Just under the desk. Look out! Here comes Skippy Mills. <laughs> good, good one, Garth. I like. <laughs> Was he looking on the top of his desk for a dice that he dropped? <laughs> You never know. <laughs> they do end up in strange places. I, that's true. I can't actually fault it. There's a chance that thing ricocheted about 12 times and landed back there. <laughs> Behind the scenes, everybody. I seize it. Well, okay, so it, it does bear noting that when we uh, got the idea for letting you watch... <laughs> uh, these recording sessions, we didn't know oh, they God. would very quickly become uh, remote technological Ugh. nightmares. Yep. <laughs> we thought it would be a fun time with us all in the room. <laughs> so thank you for bearing with us and joining, uh, and I hope your quarantine's going good. Yeah. Bear down on finals, guys. Fat dog. Yeah. Let's fat dog this. <laughs> Oh, I very love insensitive it. of you, Zach. <laughs> God, I his face when he's like, oh, oh, that's, that's where, where I got it from. Sorry, we we're talking about community. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't remember this coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's a community episode. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go pee and then let's crack back into this. <laughs> Are you serious? No. So oh, okay. <laughs> Joe. Yo. Barry Fredrickson. <laughs> Gotta look over for your name. Fredrickson, looking at the map while Smoochie is on the phone, you notice that Skip Mills lives a few miles away from here in the north side of La Fontaine. Earl's rent a space is on the way there. It's in, it's in between the two locations. Cool. As tempting as it might be to hit that up. We should maybe check it on the way back. Oh, shit. I'm not a Southern character. Uh, (laughs) It's immediately. Default role-playing voice. I know. It's hard. (laughs) Oh, uh, don't you know? So, yeah, that's what I sound like uh, and always have. So don't let nobody tell you uh, any otherwise. And if I go leprechaun, it's not because I'm actually secretly a leprechaun. So... (laughs) Can we roll to check on that? <laughs> Leprechaun. <laughs> Leprechaun. <laughs> Love it. So, you know, they told us that the first thing we need to do is to uh, find Stephen Mills. Skip Mills? Skip. Skip. Yeah, Skip. I just, uh, <laughs> I, I definitely, I'm not, this is, you just know, I'm not saying this is the group because we're not supposed to give out personal information, but, uh, Definitely one of his kids is named Skip. And after seeing this come covered office, he's like, he's like, no, no, Skip would do this. Uh, <laughs> this is a Steven for sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, I, I agree. I think we should go find Skip. And then on the way back, we can uh, hit that storage box. And if he turns out to be some help, I think we'll need all the help we can get with that thing. Probably. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, real quick before we go, well, you know what? Maybe we should just get the drop on them at the shelter. I was gonna say maybe we should have that uh, call that lady, that Becky, back and uh, and say, hey, could you just uh, start looking around for old Skip there? 
but uh, maybe we don't want to alert him that we're on to him. Perhaps yeah, we just, could have her call us if she discovers him there. That's what I was getting at, but I don't want her uh, tipping him off. But if she does come across the information, you know, without probing. Yeah, I don't I don't know, uh, you know, what to expect from Skip, but uh, my conversation with that lady, uh, I don't know if I could convince her to to even try to go look for him. Oh, wow, I didn't say, was it, was she real rude then, or? No, uh, I mean, I guess I could call back if you guys think, but, uh. It, it kind of just seems like we're, uh. Not going anywhere? Yeah, let's just go. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it. You could go somewhere. Hurry up. Yeah, let's go to Skip's house. Uh, let's go to his Any yeah. idea how to get there? Uh, we have a well, map, I bet right? we could... Uh, yeah, we've no, got the map. I mean, like, how are we going to get there? Walking, I Right, assume. I think we should probably... Oh, that's... You're simple. <laughs> we got to... It's too cold and slippery out there. We got to take a vehicle. I'm sorry, but I'm from the north, and it just, you know, it, it riles me up here, and these folks say such... How, how far is the house from where we are? It's like miles, miles. Four, three miles. Four miles. Oh, okay. Three, yeah, that's too miles. much. Can we uh, can we get a vehicle from the city utilities to use? Exactly. They've got all kinds of they've got all kinds of vehicles for doing just this sort of sort of work. Yeah. Uh, do you, does anyone have bureaucracy? I do. What's it at? Because I'm so good at talking to people. I have fifty. <laughs> Holy shit. So uh, let's. Does anyone else have a higher bureaucracy than that? Nope. Okay. Nope. So. <laughs> Do you want to play this out, Justin? Oh, you know it. Transport. <laughs> Can I go talk to Tanya, my one true love? Oh, oh, she. Oh, there she is. Sorry, sorry, I had to uh, uh, turn it about. That way you can see the logo. You know, Carhartt. It's uh It's not a. It's a lifestyle brand now, and it also keeps you warm. <laughs> Is Tanya just hanging out outside or something outside of the trailer, or do we need to work our way back? Yeah, no, you can't leave that there. If you leave that there, then we'll have to come get it later. What do you think? No, you can't just do that. Oh, if everyone did every what you're doing every single day. Oh, hey. Excuse me, I'm sorry to interrupt what seemed to be extremely good leadership skills, but... Yeah, well, that's all I have. I, uh, I... We need to borrow one of your big trucks, not the small ones but a big snow truck of some kind to go find skip do you think we could uh swing that he slips her a one dollar bill as he's saying <laughs> using that bureaucracy Greasing the wheels skill, of bureaucracy uh, slip a dollar <laughs> and then i wink and i go i know how this works <laughs> She dies laughing. She thinks this is the funniest thing she's ever seen. She's like, oh, oh my God. People people in the government have no sense of humor these days. That's fucking hilarious. Yes, oh my yes, God. I'm yeah. joking only. She rifles through this big keychain that she has and she finds one that's got a. Um, Honestly, I'm out of my element here, and it's not in the scenario. What kind of vehicle would they be using to uh, to drive around town? Do you think just a big old like a monster truck, a, a pickup truck with the weird yeah. stuff in the back? A monster, yeah, it's a monster the, truck. The, I changed the, my the mind. The town monster truck. <laughs> it's used for it's used for parades and stuff for the city utility. It's called the it's called the Snow Angel. <laughs> the Snow Angel. <laughs> the Snow Angel. It has like a disco ball that's always rotating on the back. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a pickup truck with a uh, disco ball hanging from the mirror up front. And Mon- monster truck. 
No. And uh, <laughs> not even one of those pickup truck monster trucks. Ooh, yeah. Like where it's like a little. It's like a regular sized pickup truck, but it has big old monster truck wheels. Oh, yeah. We can do that. That's cool. Yay. You got You got big ass and wheels truck and tires. nuts. <laughs> okay. Disco balls. <laughs> I just got a big old sick ass machine gun on the back of it. <laughs> it's got there's disco a, balls on the back that are branded city utilities. Oh, hell yeah. We'll take that makes it. Sense. We'll take it. On our way out, I want to go over in the corner of the office we're in and in my backpack I pull out what looks like a smoke detector and I stick it on the ceiling and turn it on. Oh, cool. sick. What'd you just put in there? Do you Yeah, wanna, what was You fill in your fellow uh, investigators in on what you just put what you uh, just did there. Yeah, it's uh it's got a camera in it. See if anybody comes back here or you know, just in case. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you know I think that's pretty cool too. Don't start any fires because it doesn't work like that. It's just <laughs> Do you have more of these? I've just brought the one. Don't don't you know that now would be a good time to talk about what we all brought to this year party? I think that's a great idea. After you guys see me stick that on there, you say that, and uh, I just put my, I have like a hiker-sized backpack, uh, put it on the ground and start pulling stuff out of it to show you guys. I've got a bunch of hand and feet warmers, just in case. Cool. I've got two GPS trackers, like tiny GPS trackers. I've got that smoke detector that I already stuck on the ceiling. I've got a pair of night vision goggles, a pair of handcuffs, a pair of binoculars, and a grapple hook with 15 feet of rope tied to it. That's cool. Joe? He looks at you guys, and he pulls a little notebook out of his pocket, out of the inside coat of his pocket. I simply brought the only tool that I need. Typically, we find new tools in the field. Wait, what is it? A pocket knife? No, a pocket uh, notebook. Oh, okay. I admire that kind of old-fashioned. Uh, Terrence, uh, Terrence thinks that that's really fucking cool. Instinct, yeah. I gotta. Don't you know? I think that's pretty fucking cool too. Terrence opens up. He has like a leather. What do you call it? like us? What is it when it's like a little like a weird hard leather like suit? Attaché. Yes. Yeah. He like pops it open, and he has a scalpel and some other little metal instruments, some gloves and surgical masks. A magnifying glass, some first aid supplies, a cool book, and a lighter and some cigarettes. And I think, did I say gloves and scarf? I can't remember if I said that. I zoned out. (laughs) I I just brought the essentials and some, a couple extras. What about, what about you? Uh, uh, well, here's what, here's what I got. And Mark Smith, um, he has just like a carry-on, like wheeling little suitcase thing. Uh, and he's got some some warm sweaters, some warm socks, a book about like the history of the FBI, like a <laughs> a book about like an historical event in the 30s or something. Cool. But then he also sets down like his his checked luggage, and it's this big long hard case, and you see two like target shotguns in it. He's like, I thought oh. you know, I'm a I'm a uh, when uh, you know when uh, I'm not shooting uh, unknown horrors for uh, for the big DG there. I, I took up shooting skeet, uh, and it's pretty. It's I've I've traveled all over with these before, so it's no problem checking them on the plane there. So if anybody else needs, uh, if anybody thinks they're handy with a shotgun there, oh, I'd say I'm slightly above average with a firearm. I, I'm I, almost exactly average, yeah. 
<laughs> I know my way around a shotgun, but I don't believe I'll be needing one right now. Uh, well, you know, it's here. They're, they're too big, and if I shoot, it'll, it'll shoot me backwards like a cartoon character. That is a, yeah, that is an issue with these sometimes, dear. So I'd say just go ahead and bring those with us in the truck, and uh, hopefully we don't have to use them. Anyway, yeah, so I got those in socks. <laughs> uh, can I have you guys do the headphones off for just real quick, and I'll do a quick wave? My guy was very purposefully not telling them about the two guns that he has. He discarded the carry-on and put them into holsters on underneath his coat, and very specifically only pulled out that notebook from inside his coat. He didn't open his coat. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. You're back. So, you guys are going to Skip Mills' first. Yeah. Yeah. All together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So you load up the truck and you head a few miles to the home of Skip Mills in La Fontaine. And as you're driving through, it's the same site that you saw earlier through the back of that truck. The city was just completely destroyed i mean i we live in the midwest and we have the internet so we know what that looks like well do do we zach some of us uh some of us some of us lived through it zach and some of us apparently (laughs) weren't zach uh, yeah, yours truly uh, didn't. I moved here one year after. I moved here in 08. Perfect. The great ice storm of Ot 7 struck, struck Springfield. Struck. Struck Springfield. It struck it down for two full weeks, covered in ice. It was I was weird. stuck at my friend's house, and we couldn't play Guitar Hero because there was no electricity. That's horrible. I bet that's the worst thing that happened. <laughs> it was actually really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, are you guys loving this quarantine? All right, so <laughs> you guys get out to this house in a dilapidated, a dilapidated, a dilapidated neighborhood a few miles from City Utilities. Uh, nearly all the residences on this block are foreclosed, and those that aren't are busy recovering from the storm. Uh, the windows of this house have been papered as you park even you can hear jazz music loudly blaring from inside and as you all get out i want you to tell me what you're bringing with you as you smell an odd stench that seems really familiar since you've been in that office for a while uh but even through this like frigid air it's just bradford tree city out here it is like you're walking through the campus of missouri state university in fall Famous it smells covers. like jism. Yes, uh, I I leave my backpack in the truck, but I bring with me one GPS tracker, and then uh, I put a new set of foot warmers in my shoes and hand warmers in my gloves. Nice. Continue on. Staying warm, baby. Terrence yeah. would have his suitcase with him at all times. It's not okay. like a super humongous suitcase because I'm not carrying anything like enormous in there. It's a tiny suitcase. Yeah, like a mid-sized. Not like those huge... I don't know. I'm just thinking of how people have those like enormous ones. I just have my uh, my 9mm um, under my under my parka as we step out of the monster truck. I've got my gun and a pair and a pair of socks. Okay. I throw an extra pair of socks into my uh, into my back pocket. When you hop out, uh, I look back at the truck. I'm like, 
Do I know that you have that gun on you or not? Yeah, don't know all of us except for Joe have our, our service. I don't have a gun on me. I don't have a gun either. I thought when he sent the circle thing that said no guns, that means I couldn't have a gun. <laughs> that is what it yeah. meant. For sure, unless you were with the force, we were supposed to, but he, but he's with the force is what it, it sounds like. He described. <laughs> Did you describe out of character the? Yeah, I think you said FBI mustache at one point. Never mind. We don't necessarily know that you're law enforcement, hey, but hey, now that no, you have guns, yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> what? No. Well, first of all, what do you guys? Uh, how are you involved with all this? If you're not, I've never met anybody who wasn't. Uh, like me on one of these missions. Uh, but first of all, what do I mean by like me? I don't mean anything by like me because you don't know. I'm no. I'm no federal agent. Uh, I'm a. I'm a second. Uh, second Amendment enthusiast. And well, uh, I'd rather not get into my personal details. And to be honest, I really don't care about yours. How? Ooh. See, come on. Like that guy's got to be a cop. Listen to him. Right? <laughs> anyway. Uh, Mind if I bring one of your shotguns? Well, I kind of, I kind of was leaving them behind because it was inconspicuous. We also, you know, I, I thought you all would be uh, strapped, as it were. Mark Smith would know that looking around, this neighborhood is desolate. Honestly, the idea of being inconspicuous in a place like this uh, seems strange because when you look around, it is ghost town i mean frozen iced over but still like there is nothing and the only the only reason that it feels normal in any way is the music coming from this house but that combined with the smell and also uh what you have come to expect from delta green leads you to believe that you know it's probably just a house full of uh come that's uh, gonna come alive oh yeah <laughs> so the gelatinous so cube oh, mark smith looks around and he like sees he just hears the wind howling behind the jazz and like a dog barking in the distance but he doesn't see any other activity and he thinks about what he's seen on these uh on these missions before you know that might not be a bad idea there and i hand him uh i hand him one shotgun and i take the other Sweet. When you hear those dogs barking, uh, will you roll for me an intelligence or a science biology or a now that everybody? No, just Thomas. When you say certain things, it unlocks uh, me to ask you for a roll. Sometimes <laughs> thirty-nine on a seventy-five intelligence. When you are listening to those dogs barking. You could have sworn that you heard one that's like, and like howls out in pain, and then you hear a, and that doesn't sound like a dog. Did any of you fellas hear that? Uh, hear that dog? Maybe just get uh, bit by an owl there. I, I heard uh, no. something. I don't know. I didn't. I, just heard, <laughs> I might have just heard barking, but I wasn't paying no attention. I was looking at this shotgun. <laughs> It's always yeah. It's always good uh, to to be be aware of the firearms in your possession uh, at all times because it's know, really the, cold outside. The moment you're not, that's when accidents start happening. But what are we waiting around for? Let's go! Come on, we got a come monster to catch. Real fast, I assume that the this is a neighborhood that doesn't have power. Is that the case? And if that is the case, do we see lights from the house that we're approaching? So there are lights in this house that you see on, but the windows are papered over, but you can kind of see some light through the paper, but mostly you can tell 
that there is power due to, you know, uh, the music blaring. You can assume, oh, yeah. uh, unless it was some sort of wireless uh, speaker with a pre-charged phone, easily possible in these times. However, uh, most people aren't, like, flaunting their electricity or flaunting their battery life uh, when they don't right. have power. The rest of the neighborhood yeah. is dark around us. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and looking around, like it said earlier, you Just honestly desolate. can't really tell the difference between the homes that have been foreclosed and the right. ones that people are living in that don't have power anymore. But this definitely does seem like a place where um, where power is, is few and far between. Cool. I forgot if you answered me earlier, is it day or nighttime right now? It is morning. Okay. You guys arrived in at like 8 a.m., 7 a.m., somewhere in there. So it's probably 9 a.m. by now. Cool. What took, it, it's just really far from the airport. We were at the airport at 11.45, right? It says in my notes that the agents arrive at 7 a.m. on January 6th. Okay. I don't know why that is if you arrived in St. Louis at 12.45, well, but maybe you had we, to wait. We had to wait for Lion's Choice to open. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you probably had to wait for this like FEMA and then we And then we drove the 10 minutes to La Fontaine. <laughs> Yeah, no, you you definitely just had to wait for the rest of the like the truck yeah. with the supplies and everything to cool, cool, cool. to get all packed up. And oh, that makes sense. They yeah, realized we're waiting that, for the like, FEMA convoy. Yeah. yeah, and then like you know, uh, Gary wasn't there yet, and so they had to wait on Gary. And then they realized that they loaded up with the wrong supplies into this truck, and so they had to switch them out with the supplies that were going into the other truck. But they're both going to the exact Brr, same it's place. cold out here. That's getting you inside that house. <laughs> How do you guys approach the house? Quickly. <laughs> so, uh, any of you fellas have any kind of crime fighting experience, official vigilante or otherwise? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you and I, Any is anybody here real good at uh, talking, as it were? Super know? cold. Uh-huh. Um, yes, I am. Generally. All right. I don't know if he's going to be super receptive to seeing us just with the shotguns, so we might want to keep those a little bit hidden, but uh, why don't you talk to this fella? Okay, I tuck the, tuck the shotgun under my duster, and I knock on the door. The music is so loud from inside that you know that no matter how hard you knock, you're probably not going to get a response. This music is, like, blaring. Okay, I check the door. Is it locked? Nope. I open it up. What do I see? When you open it up, One you are hit are looking at me. <laughs> with a stench. You are hit just like, like almost like your hair just goes, stands back as it's just like a waft, a big waft of this smell that you have smelled now many times uh, today uh, that reminds you of... Come, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of a different way to say that. Of like, it reminds you of your room in seventh grade. Or, <laughs> oh God! Um, but uh, you find as you guys walk into this home, Mills has turned his home into a sickening tribute to the flesh. The walls are plastered with pornography of every shade, some printed from the internet and some from purchased magazines. The TVs and computer screens are all transmitting filth. The home reeks of organic decay, and the heat is set as high as it will go. 
It is toasty. It is a toaster oven in here, and the the oh god, everyone, everyone, roll Constitution, except for except for uh, Fast Night. You're good. No shit, shit. I rolled a one again. <laughs> no way. I promise. That is, is wild. Less interesting, but I rolled an 83 again. <laughs> <laughs> no way. That is just as wild. Literally. Te- yeah, technically, that's uh, just as crazy, guys. So <laughs> <laughs> I failed mine. It was a 97 on a 70. Okay. Uh, so the two of you are uh, immediately taken aback uh, by everything about this. And oh, jeez, Cub Monster. <laughs> Wentworth just covers his nose with a glove and maybe retches a little, but yeah, it's the most emotion you guys have seen in uh, Fredrickson for God knows how long and uh, maybe ever. And as you are adjusting to the inside of this home, it's hot as fuck. Terrence walks in and the first thing he notices is the heat, not the noxious fumes that are being emitted <laughs> from everything. Where does the music sound like it's coming from? Oh, uh, the music is coming from upstairs. Would anyone care to accompany me upstairs for to, to, to turn this off? I'm already headed up the stairs, so... Oh, that's cool that you just did this. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I did it five seconds ago. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, Justin is going up the stairs with uh, Smoochie following behind. <laughs> what are the other two doing? Uh, Wentworth is just staying downstairs trying to overcome how grossed out he is and using the time to, like, in, in his acclimation to the room, he's using it to scan the room and, and, and take it all in. See, okay. see if there's anything he can glean from the scene downstairs. What's your human? Uh, I mean, the baseline, 10. Okay, and what is your medicine? I've got a first aid of 30. Okay, uh, and what is your alertness? Uh, 70 on the alertness. Okay. Thomas, does Mark Smith have human or medicine? Uh, 60 human, no medicine, 50 alertness. Okay, so uh, as you guys are kind of walking around downstairs... Justin and Luke, as you guys are heading upstairs, go ahead and take your headphones off. As you guys are walking around, oh gosh, let's see, Mark Smith, you notice that Skip's descent into madness uh, takes a path. Uh, It seems to be layers and layers of pornography that he's cocooned himself in with are getting more and more violent, more and more deviant, and you kind of begin to think as you're looking around that this was some sort of attempt to cage himself in with his own twisted urges, coating the walls in stimulation to prevent himself from leaving. And Joe, we've got Fredrickson with alertness, noticing that this is not the house of a bachelor, or at least not one as mundane as Mills was before the store, because the interior design is gaudy, and uh, there are pictures of Skip with his mother all over the mantle. And I'm going to go ahead and give one of these. (laughs) One of these bird fellas to get these boys back in here. Hey, Luke. 
He can't hear me. That's the whole point. His his headphones are literally off too. <laughs> we, we, we couldn't yell loud enough. <laughs> Hi. Hey, and then so let's have Thomas and Joe take your headphones off as the other two go upstairs. <laughs> clump, clump, clump. As the two of you are walking up the stairs. <laughs> oh, Terrence Fast Night. As soon as you turn the corner, he's got like one of those where you like walk up a set of stairs and then turn a corner to go up to the next set of stairs. As soon as you hit that corner and you look up with uh, Henry Smoochie literally on your back, like sh- right looking over your shoulder, the two of you see a man in his early 30s and he is completely naked cool that's all no that's not all (laughs) so he is (laughs) he is just covered in blood and scratches all over him he is emaciated and he looks gaunt and his eyes are like completely like back in his head like he is not paying attention to you at all but his dick is in his hand and he's just like slowly like hitting it against his thigh making this like pat 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 sound and he turns and looks at you guys and you see something in his eyes and I uh I need you to roll a human either one of you or both of you I have psychotherapy that'll work okay Oops. Yeah, I didn't pass on human. I did not pass either. Okay, so this guy is just like looking at you with these big eyes and he starts walking towards you and he's like, Hey, 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 are you guys, um, you guys are, you guys are, um, you guys are real, right? Uh, skip, yeah. is this, uh, skip, uh, is this you? I need you both to roll sanity. I passed 23 on a 70. I got a 17 on a 50. Uh, yeah, no, you guys are real. You guys are... Oh, oh yeah. Well, uh, I bet you're real. Oh, no. Kind of shoulders back, and he puffs his chest out, and he starts kind of like doing one of these where he's like kind of dancing a little. Little shoulder movements side to side, back and forth, and his hips are kind of moving back and forth. And he's like, What's up, guys? What's up? You coming into my house? You want to hang out? You want to have a time? Skip, what are you guys doing? Skip, what are you, what are you doing? Why aren't you at I work? I think, like, nah, you guys are good. Maybe just one of you, probably, for now. I don't think I could handle both at the same time, if you know what I mean. Ah, uh, you looking at you. All right, that's fun. What are you guys doing? Who wants to, who wants to come? Who wants to come? first i mean over here not i mean if you want to we could but uh we that's probably what we'll do are you guys into this skip no 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 the fuck is going on here sorry i just i haven't really um (laughs) really haven't been able to uh practice uh my game in a while you know what i'm talking about but uh can i see where uh, the music is coming from yeah it's behind him in a room yeah you can you can like a stereo you can still understand him, but yeah it's probably just a stereo blaring in one of the rooms i get frustrated trying to figure out what the hell's going on with him and all the loud music so i just 
I want to go into that room and shut the music off. Okay. So, uh, Justin, what is Fast Night doing? I want to shout downstairs for the the other agents to come up here with us since we found Skip. Sounds good. Justin, take your headphones off. Okay. Luke, as Henry Smoochie, or rather Glick, goes into... You, you walk right past him, and he's like, oh... Hey, this guy's up first. Sounds good. And he gets this huge smile on his face. He follows you into the room where you're going to turn off the stereo. And you turn it off. It's dead silent. And when you turn around, (coughs) as his mouth just like fully opens up and coming out of it is this wiggling worm that is like... It's got segments on it, but more importantly, on the tip of it is just this black gaping hole. And on the outside of it, there are four bone-like needles that are coming out, like tink, 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 tink. And they all like a claw, like a claw arm, basically, in a machine where you would win games. But this one, they're made of bone, and they are extremely sharp, and they are coming right for you. Okay, wait, just to clarify, this thing came out of his mouth. Is it still connected to him or? Yes. So it seems to be in order, mouth, worm thing, and then mouth on the end of the worm. And then around the mouth are these four bone needles coming out. Also, I love watching uh, Joe and Thomas's face as they're watching this. Joe's face is (laughs) cracking me up. Anyway, I need a roll from you. Yeah. So get those dice ready. What are you doing to try to combat this? Or are you letting uh, it happen? Well, no. Uh, <laughs> I, I let out a scream. Uh-huh. Uh, like, ah! Oh, actually, roll sanity first. Just for important reasons. 27 on a 50. Okay, so you're still going to lose one sanity. Okay. And you can scream if you want to. Yeah, I scream, and while I'm doing that, I raise my shotgun up. I don't, and I pull the trigger, but the safety's on. <laughs> what? Why would you make the safety on without rolling? Because I didn't turn it off. Because uh, he was saying how he likes gun safety, so I try to do that. And before I can like flip it over to turn the safety off, I just like shove the barrel into the thing's mouth. Okay, cool. So I'll let you roll firearms if you want to, if it's higher than melee weapons, because you're using the firearm as a melee weapon. And I'm rolling, and I succeeded with a 28. Okay, I got higher firearms, so. I got an 85. Oh, I doubt that's a success. (laughs) No, that is a fail. Okay, so it's gonna be one of these. I'm gonna bring the rest of the boys in here. I uh, turned down the monitor volume on my headphones so I wouldn't accidentally catch any words, but I still heard a jump scare in there. (laughs) (laughs) I heard some screeches. (laughs) Lordy, lordy. Smith and Fredrickson, from downstairs, the two of you here. First, Justin. Uh, uh, Someone uh, skips up here and uh, it's... it's, uh... Ten seconds later, you hear... Do we hear any like running or footsteps or pounding or anything or just the scream? For now, you just hear the screams. <laughs> Ooh, comforting. Quick 
what's it called when you go back and change something? Retcon. Retcon. And revision. Yes. Quick retroactive conflagration. What's that word mean? <laughs> so, retroactive re-envisioning. <laughs> so the two of you would actually hear Fast Night holler, and then you would hear the music go completely silent, and then you would hear Henry Smoochie scream out. And then the two of you decide. Yeah, so it's probably a pretty good idea to go up there then. I will follow your lead. So calm, the energy here. <laughs> so calm. As the two of you get up to the stairs, you see that Terrence Fastnight is at the corner turn of the stairs waiting for the two of you. And you both approach just in time to see Henry Smoochie get pushed out of this room backwards. So he's flying out of the doorway of this room up against the wall and he slams the back of his head into the wall and you see right on top of him, right in front of him, is a naked bleeding, cut up, emaciated, gaunt, just disgusting human being with his dick out and he, more importantly than the dick out, Protruding from this man's mouth is this weird segmented worm, and you see from the side, you've got these bony needles that are extremely sharp, and there are four of them on the end of this like worm's mouth that are coming out, and they are attached just on either side of the eyes and just inside the jaw of Henry Smoochie, and this worm is tr- is slowly going into, like the bones are holding it in place, and the worm is like moving slowly and trying to wiggle its way into the mouth of Henry Smoochie. And that is where we're gonna call it for this evening. Ooh. <laughs> oh. We got a thing. Good thing cooking up here. Thing, thing, yeah. Oh, the thing, thing going on. Patrick Swayze, so where we, are you? We all know it's wrong. Kurt Russell, not Patrick Swayze. Whatever. Holy shit. Well, okay. This is getting fucked up. Damn. <laughs> I just thought the horror was come. <laughs> I didn't think nothing else bad, bad was going to happen. I could make it really easy for you. Uh, I wrestle the gun away from one of the guys and I, sh- okay. I shoot myself. So there you go. That's the, that's the end of that that story. <laughs> oh well, that's. Just make, one I approach. just wanted to make it easier for you. I was yeah. just gonna shoot the creature, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a way to do it. I was gonna yell, "Let it happen!" I'm enjoying this. And uh, Terrence Fast Night just <laughs> just is like, "Peace out, everybody." Okay, yeah. Let's just let's just get back into character. Do that real quick, and then we'll be done. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do it in post. Yeah, you know what? If we all accept the worm, uh, <laughs> our fuck, our fucking accept the worm, so, the cum worm. Yeah. Oh, didn't think of that, DM. Did you that everybody would band together to? <laughs> but that's yeah, fine. Step in line. Let the monster eat you. You guys can try to take over the town of uh, you know wherever you're at. That cool. I wrote down somewhere. La, La Fontaine. Fontaine. <laughs> wherever you're at. <laughs> what game we playing? You guys can we you guys play the monsters and Okay, I'll, that would be fun, but can we do it in one where we're not cum worms? <laughs> <laughs> I'll only do it if I get to be cum worms. <laughs>